Welcome to the Design for a Living podcast with Chelsea Coriel. On this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about the market we just attended, Las Vegas market, as well as interview Jill Anderson, my office manager. It's really much more interesting than it sounds. Um, let me introduce Jill. Jill, a little backstory, uh, has been my best friend since eighth grade. We, That's true. We, we've known each other through, through everything, growing up together, really, mm-hmm. through marriages, through children, through adolescence, through puberty. <laughs> Jill, <laughs> Jill knows me. And, you know, even back then, you know, I know it's hard to believe, but I was so shy. I, I, I can be loud and jovial, but still be shy. That's what people don't understand. Uh, if you saw me at home <laughs> dancing around my house. Um, but I was really shy. And then when I met Jill, Jill was friends with everyone. She was in sports. She was outgoing. And it it made me feel like, like I, um, I don't know, kind of opened up my world to now people would talk to me. And now people felt comfortable like, oh, well, I guess she's okay because she's with Jill. Like, that's oh, that's not true. That's not true. But, you know, <clears throat> skip forward all these years and I finally get to open my store. And we were open for a year almost. And um, Jill had started working for a contractor and she was here and she was watching what was happening to my back office and seeing that um, my current office manager was really getting it over her head and she didn't want to disappoint me and she was upset and, uh, but she was too afraid to tell me. And so Jill came and talked to me and said, she really needs some help. Can I help her? Yeah, absolutely. And we haven't looked back. I mean, you completely transformed the store. I was talking with Kevin yesterday. There's no way I could run this without Jill. If something happened to Jill, any monkey can be trained no, to sit in my seat. Babe. No, any monkey. So we'll have another talk where I really um, have her teach you guys like how to stay organized, how to, you know, the, what are the things you should focus on when you're working with vendors and placing orders? And you know, she's learned a lot. She's never worked in the furniture industry like this. That's true. So she's learned a lot. Um, but what I really want to talk to her is. She just went to Las Vegas Market for the first time. Yes, I did. I survived. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll talk a little bit about how market has changed because I feel like we spent the whole time saying, oh, Jill, it's not normally like this. Oh, it's not normally like this. It's usually like this. And, you know, I hate when people do that. When you go someplace or you watch a movie, this isn't as good as the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, you would have liked the first one much better. (laughs) But, um, But we learned a lot. It's changed for myself personally because I'm in a different place. And just because the world is different with COVID. So I wouldn't have liked it if there were many more people there. You know what I mean? Really? It seemed like a good amount of people. Yeah. <clears throat> it. Um, I liked that you had to have appointments to meet with the vendors. Yeah. I liked that. Um, I don't know. Just I can't imagine it being much busier than it was because it was. I mean, the hallways were, I guess, a little um, sparse. But yeah, I thought the showrooms had plenty of people in them. And yeah, that's true. Yeah. And but normally there's more showrooms. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah, there were floors that were empty well, this I time. Well, I imagine some of those companies closed during COVID. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, IMAX, biggest biggest accessory everyone was talking about, that's the big buzz. IMAX um went bankrupt, closed Jeez. by the banks. Yeah, wow. and they've been in business for 36 years. Oh my goodness. Biggest accessory company and yeah, just closed the doors. Wow. So things were different. It was quiet, but Are but they normally a closeout sale. <laughs> I asked, right? I was wondering because it's down in LA, and we used to go. Um, we used a lot of IMAX because you could go pick it up if, oh, right. from the warehouse, like if you had an install or mm-hmm. 
doing a staging thing, you could just run down to IMAX and grab stuff. But yeah, no, they just Not close anymore. the doors. I'm sure the bank will sell it all off. Oh my goodness. But it also, the thing that was missing, I think the most for me, wasn't just the crowds. It was the joy. It was the celebration of furniture. Like, Normally, again, there'd be celebrities there. You'd have the Property Brothers and you'd you know, have Jeff Lewis. You'd have people there. Um, there would always be, you know, like living statues out on the corners and people walking around with trays and champagne and music, live music going on. Oh, and wow. um, it used to be a real party. It was like a celebration, right? We're all getting together twice a year. Let's celebrate our industry. And this time it was really kind of somber. And quiet and reserved. Interesting. Um, normally out in the big courtyard, there's all the outdoor furniture vendors display their stuff. So oh. you can sit around in groups and, um, you know, they have lounge chairs and all sorts of conversation groups where you'd sit and talk. I'd meet people. We'd, we'd open up new accounts by sitting out there at the end of the day and everyone had drinks and, um, you know, talking, oh, what, what company are you with? And, oh, that's great. Let me see your stuff and give me your card. And, there was none of that. There was none mm. of the interacting because we couldn't. Yeah. A lot of masks. A lot of masks. Lot of, put up your mask. <laughs> put up your mask. Could you please have your mask on? Cover you your mask. Please cover your nose. <laughs> yeah. Our, uh, our. <laughs> Third, Courtney, Courtney almost Courtney. got booted out. <laughs> Courtney, Courtney won't listen to the podcast. So we can, we can talk frankly about her. Yeah. No, she kept getting uh, in trouble. Reminded. Yes. And then she'd get mad about it. But you, come on. It's the least we can do, right? Mm, I mean, yes. the world is changing. Yes, 100%. So, and they used to give out really good swag, right? You'd get all these cool stuff. Now all we got was hand sanitizer. Every show, right? <laughs> That's true. We got lots of hand sanitizer and masks. Yeah, a whole masks. bag full of fancy masks. <laughs> yeah. So that was different. Um, for me, the biggest difference was going as an independent designer you're seeing things, you're seeing trends, you're looking at fabrics, what's new, what's new. And you're taking pictures and you're remembering for your clients. This time as a store owner, I was going to, and we set appointments and mm -hmm. we shopped. You don't set appointments unless you're going to purchase there. Mm -hmm. And so as an independent designer, you don't set appointments. Um, so it used to be more sort of free for all. And yeah, it was more about who's got the best bar, <laughs> who has the best lunch <laughs> spread, who had the best happy hour, who's got the best swag. Uh, but this time it was different for me. I was in a different headspace. You could tell. You were very focused. I think you did a yeah. very good job staying on point. Thank you. You did. Thank you. It was hard. I felt like I had a three-year-old tagging, tagging along with me who was still in the mindset, let's go find the bar. Let's go find the, you know, food. Let's go just ooh and all over things. Um, so that was different. But that's, again, when you're working, you know, and, and anyone that's starting a business, especially interior design, it gets lonely when you work by yourself. You know, if you're oh, an I independent bet. designer, mm -hmm. you have no one to bounce ideas off. If you have no one to say like, isn't this cool? Like, which is a big part of it. Right. Oh, sure. But it's also hard when you're working with friends. Right. I mean, how many people say, don't go into business with your friends. Don't, you know, and, and I think with Jill and I, and, and this would be a piece of advice I would give people who are thinking about it. Jill and I are beyond just good friends. Yeah. True. Like we're more like sisters. True. She could do anything. I would never, ever hate her, dislike her. I would never, ever want to lose her as a friend. So we can have fights or disagreements, and our friendship will never that dissolve. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're going into business with someone that you've known for a few years, eh, might be it could, different. It could get rocky. 
Because <laughs> the end of the day, we watch out for each other. Of course. You know, so that was different. That's and why that I feel helped. committed to working with you because I yes. want your business to be successful. She's amazing, you guys. I know Kevin, during his podcast, he said like, what, two or three times, you really need to have Jill on. You really need to have Jill on. Because she does. She has a, that. She doesn't have the ADD brain. She doesn't have that creative <laughs> squirrel, shiny <laughs> object squirrel that we do. Um, took her a little while to get used to that. But yeah. um, but but again, at market, same kind of thing. You know, it was nice that... Lots, lots of squirrels and shiny objects. Oh, yes. <laughs> and when we had appointments, like you were still on board with, okay, let's get to our appointment. Let's mm-hmm. get to our appointment. Not, hold on, let's get the cab, cab driver to drive over here first. <laughs> we have to meet with the rep in two minutes. We don't have time. Oh, it'll just take a second. Just, no. <laughs> but Jill, Jill is the business side of me, and she makes me take my business seriously. She makes me feel like a CEO and not someone just trying to figure it out and winging it. Um, I mean, just, you have no idea what you bring to this. Like I said, any trained monkey could sit in a chair. That's not true. Okay, so I'm doing all the talking as usual. Um, What were your favorite parts about market? What was it? Is there anything that surprised you? I mean, we told you a lot of what to expect, but. It surprised me how many miles we walked every day. Yes. So many miles of walking. And it surprised me how how many showrooms there were. I mean, you had told me, oh, there's 10 floors and three buildings. and But still, it surprised me that there was so much to see and so many places yeah. to go um, and so many vendors that we had never, I've never heard of. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, yeah. we have our vendors that we work with, which is great, but to see so many other vendors there was just remarkable. It was really remarkable. She didn't even get to see the the temporaries or or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really the gift sections, and that's you know there's whole floors dedicated to just silk florals. Wow, whole floors that are just dedicated to Christmas ornaments. The Christmas showrooms are amazing because it's you, you know, know the thing that that really surprised me the most is when I went up to the technology floor, mm-hmm. oh, which yeah. I which I thought was going to be like um, a resource. Uh-huh. I thought that there would be people there as a resource and there was nobody there it was a ghost town yeah so i mean they had some literature on the tables but nobody there to talk to and that really surprised me because you would think i mean that is a side of the business that really is important you know it's very important and to have nobody there i thought was i don't know i thought it was a bad call on um the technology side but yeah well it has changed again used to be different but um but there are a lot of big companies aren't weren't represented there this year because mm-hmm. of COVID. Uh, independent designers don't use those resources. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So if most of the people there were, you know, designers, then they're not going to have that. Um, it'll build back up again, though, when they're when people are opening stores again. Right. Like it's a fluke that we opened a store in a global pandemic. <laughs> right? I think it's a fluke that you've been so successful during this pandemic is it a fluke I mean, or is I it, mean it's just surprising it to me it's surprising <laughs> to me but then you think about what are people doing right now they are in their homes yep. you know they're sick of their stuff so it does make sense but to me I you know when it first started my heart was just broken Aww. you know to see your business close but yeah. to see it just thrive is it's amazing thanks to her um so what what else surprised you what was your favorite showroom my favorite showroom, um, I really liked the Sagebrook showroom mm-hmm. only because it was, you know, so surprising to have a vendor on the West Coast, you know, who has so many great pieces of, you know, accessory lines. <clears throat> and um, 
you know, just so many to choose from and such a wide range of, you know, from fun and whimsical to, you know, glamorous and, and beautiful and opulent. It, um, it just offered a lot, I thought, but also to, when we took the time to go to left bank art Mm -hmm. and learn about the different processes that, that are available for the art that they sell, that just blew me away. I had no idea. Yeah. You know, we went in there with one question, you know, what are these two processes? What do they look like? We can't tell from the website. And he just went through everything. I thought that was super surprising to me, the different things that they can do with their art. And that's, that's sort of what market's supposed to be about, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's what reps are supposed to do. Your reps are supposed to, to educate you about the product so that you can sell it better and mm-hmm. teach you, give you every tool you need to sell their product. Mm-hmm. And Left Bank always does, they always do a really good job of, again, thinking outside the box, showing you things you wouldn't think of. And, you know, and honestly, these are vendors that independent designers can open with. Sure. Sagebrook is one that their minimum opening order was like $750, mm-hmm. which is nothing right. in our world. So if you if you are building your design business up enough to where... You know, you have three or four projects working at a time, you know, open with a company like that because you can get accessories. You know, if you have to buy three of something, well, if they're beautiful, they're inexpensive and you could use them in all three of your clients, Mm -hmm. they're never going to know. Right. Then it's a great way to make extra money because you can do a regular retail markup on it. Mm -hmm. And most, again, most, most independent designers are so afraid to mark up product. Well, you know, another thing that um, Nadia who, you know, you've had on before, one of the great things that she does with all of her designs and all of her, um, clients is build in an accessory budget. Mm-hmm. We're going to mm-hmm. spend $400 on accessories mm-hmm. and it's right in the budget. It's a line item. She's free to shop and choose what she wants. I think that's one of the smartest things she does. I taught her that it's part of my course. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. you got it. And it's really just giving people a heads up mm-hmm. that, you know, they come to you because they want a beautiful room, not because they want a sofa. Right. They come to you because they want the room. They done. want those layers. And- so you have to educate them and say, you know, we're going to do the sofa and a rug and a chair and a coffee table, but you're also going to need the accessories to make the room beautiful. So mm-hmm. I'm going to work that into your budget. Yeah. You have to, mm-hmm. because otherwise you end up with just an empty room and a sofa mm-hmm. and someone who thinks, why did I hire a designer? <laughs> but yeah, those showrooms, it does. It also, um, it feeds your creativity. You know, it, it, Oh, right. The way that they yeah. display things was, yeah, it was really beautiful. And things you wouldn't normally, like you see through a catalog, you flip right by it. Oh, right. But when you see it in person, being able to sit on the furniture, being yes. able to feel the fabric you and know, see the all scale, of those things, the scale, exactly. All yeah. of those things and the, the rugs, you know, being oh, able yeah. to, you feel the texture of the rugs and the quality of the rugs. Mm-hmm. It's just something you can't get when you're looking on a website or in a catalog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Phasey's another, so we opened, um, with a few new companies this time. We opened with Phasey rugs, which I love. Phasey rugs has been around forever and, um, it's something that I've sold. I own a Phasey rug, but, um, you know, you guys know, I, I talk about how I started the store with a fewer vendors and build up to it. I didn't want to grow too fast didn't want to get in over my head. And honestly, if you give designers too many choices, it just uh, confuses them. Mm-hmm. So since we have six full-time busy designers, I felt okay with opening. And and Fazy has a lot of unique things that sort of fill gaps that the other rug vendors don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't even reali- really see the one-of-a-kinds. They have true vintage one-of-a-kind rugs. Oh, my gosh. And they're gorgeous, but they're $20,000. Right. Their handmade rugs were just absolutely yeah. beautiful. But the nice thing is the opening order for Fazy is only 1500 So that's, you know. One rug. Yeah, one one of those rugs. Or, gosh, the pricing. 
you know, you don't realize how much things are marked up in a store and, you know, three times. So if a rug costs you a hundred dollars at a showroom, you're going to see it at a store for $300. Well, imagine you get to make the $200. Again, I think designers, um, you know, they, they shoot themselves on the foot by not doing markups. It's an, it's, it's retail. I mean, that's fine. Buy it at wholesale, mark it up, make your money like every other mm-hmm. retail store does. Yeah, right. Um, so these these vendors who are very designer friendly and their minimum opening order is small, that's who I really try to encourage people. Um, don't think that you just have to shop at you know Pottery Barn for your clients. Mm-hmm. It's okay to open some of these accounts. Uh, just find the ones that work with designers. And Facey was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, 1500 any designer can do that. Right. So, and they are beautiful. And we ordered a rack, the display rack, and we get that to come in. And I'm exciting. Mm-hmm. We spent almost, we spent two days in Phasey, um, majority of our time. Really just because we found out with the amount that we were buying, we got an even lower um, price level so that we could, you know, buy more bulk um, and be competitive in the retail shopping environment that we are. And so... When we realized that, we decided, okay, let's buy some rugs. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> and you had to flip through every one and see, and then you had to go back through eight, so eight times. They were so flipping. Um, but I think going back now, one of the things I want to do differently when we go back, uh, again, because I learned a lot, right, that this is different now. Mm-hmm. I want to have the vignettes in my head yes picked out first yes and i'll go through the catalogs and say okay i think i want this one let me see what it looks like in person so that we can be more efficient with our mm-hmm. time because again jill didn't you didn't even get to see the christmas floors well you know you didn't see we don't sell christmas stuff in our store i know but it's the it's that's the fun stuff like yeah. it's just well and next you know, year or next time we go mm-hmm. i think taking thursday mm-hmm. and making sure that we're there thursday so that we aren't you know, trying to cram so much in and maybe take yeah. a little more time. I think that would be yeah. a good idea. We were there Sunday. We got there Sunday at, um, you know, it, it opened, I think, at 8 or 9, and we got there at, like, 11. And then we were there Monday, Tuesday, and then we flew home Wednesday. So we should have flown home Thursday, so we mm-hmm. had Wednesday to shop to. Yeah, and, and again, have a plan. I mean, we had kind of a plan, but we need to have a better plan mm-hmm. and time. I liked that our appointment at 10 o'clock in the morning got us there because the second day we didn't get there till after 12 and oh, yeah. so much of the day was wasted. Yeah. You know, they opened so early, but that's where you we have to, to balance. Have breakfast breakfast yeah. was important. <laughs> but that's where you have to balance the fun of going to Vegas as a trip and doing it for business. It needed to be business. Mm-hmm. And this time it was. So I might've been more of a stick in the mud, um, not wanting to go out at night but I'm exhausted. My gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, what else were you surprised? Was there anything you didn't like? Anything I didn't like? Um, no, I don't think so. Oh, that's good. No. Um, people were very nice. The vendors yeah. were great. The folks who ran it were efficient and wonderful. And yeah. Um, I didn't think there was anything I didn't like. No. It was also nice having you there. Because Jill knows our books. Jill knows our finances. So she could, A, like when we opened new accounts, you know, she was, she gave them the financial stuff, the resale numbers, the, you know, our credit card information. Um, So that was kind of nice because that normally I'm having to do that, which again takes more time. Right. Um, But also her knowing what we can spend, you know, it, it helps 
because it's really easy to get overwhelmed and say, oh, I want this, I want this, I want this. I could this. see that happening and I was like, oh my gosh. Uh-huh. You know, those rain it in the reps, you know, they walk through and they put everything on the order, everything on the order. And pretty soon it's $15,000. And, yep. um, I was happy to see reality kick in. It's oh, like, yeah. we are going to pare that down. <laughs> Don't A process lot. that order quite yet. <laughs> yeah. And that was another thing. New reps that, yeah, we call the next morning and say, all right, now we're, we're really going to finalize the order. Oh no, I've already placed the order. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was, um, it was totally just a different experience. I mean, I still recommend it to anyone. You know, it would be great if some of the designers that take your course mm -hmm. met you there. It I was know, so cool. Yeah. One of the coolest things that I um, <clears throat> that I took away was, I where were we, Uttermost or somewhere, mm -hmm. where you ran into a woman that you used to oh, work with. Yeah. That you kind of coached into opening her own business, mm -hmm. and she's thriving. And she brought five designers with her yep. that work for her. And I just thought that was so cool to have yeah. that kind of full circle moment and... That was really neat. Yeah. I'm teaching people to fish, right? <laughs> Instead of giving them a fish. Yeah. No, it, that is. It warms my heart. Kathy. I mean, yeah, I remember her. She was 22, I think, when I met her. 23. And she's just a baby. And now, yeah, she has her own design company. Five designers working for her. And she's killing it. Yeah. That was exciting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love that. And and other years, again, when I'm not so focused on my own business, other years I've, I've um, let people know and meet people. I love taking people through market because mm -hmm. I can, I've done it so many times. These are the vendors that are designer friendly. This is how you open an account. This is how you look for your vendor. This is how you, you know, and so it takes the, the fear away because mm -hmm. it can be intimidating. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. people are there. I mean, you're seeing buyers from Pottery Barn and Restoration Harbor. You're seeing, you know, mm -hmm. buyers from all over the world. This, this is the real deal. And, um, it can get, yeah, I can feel a little overwhelming. I can imagine if you, if you were there by yourself as an independent designer, I imagine it would be if you if you wanted to meet with a rep and open, it yeah. would probably feel a little overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we will next time. Cool. I think we're going again in August. Um, I might just go with Kevin, just the two of us. Oh, really? <laughs> we're gonna do it as a vacation. Oh, he's um, not gonna like that. <laughs> well, no, he it was his idea um, because <laughs> he, he doesn't said, know. He said he would kind of missed it because he's been before. Oh, he has. But see, he likes searching out the buffets. But now that there's <laughs> my television no buffets, he might change that plan. <laughs> it might be. Oh, never mind. Uh, but he, you know what he said? Actually, he said he wanted to go see the way they did Live Edge because oh. he does so much Live Edge furniture now. Interesting. Yeah. He wanted to see the other ways people show it, finish it, mm -hmm. um, see the prices and stuff. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. But I kind of want, like, we each need a day where we can just say, okay, leave me alone. I'm going to barrel through at my speed. Because you do waste a lot of time saying, well, hold on. we got to wait for so-and-so. Right. Hold on. Where mm -hmm. is so-and-so? Mm -hmm. um, and that that takes a toll. Everything these days just feels more tiring though doesn't it doesn't everything well, seem more i don't know and we also world? you know we did get the vaccine just before so that maybe yes. played a little part in how yes much energy yeah it was hard but we met some great people oh for sure we have a great new rep mm -hmm. um joelle who what a world man and she reps 19 lines does she really yeah wow she said i'm not even going to show you most of them because It'll overwhelm you, and what's the point? It was also so, fun to see the reps that we currently work with yes. in kind of a different setting and for them to kind of give us the the backdoor tour of the new things and uh -huh. um, upcoming products. That was really great, too. So trends that we saw. I know mm. that, that's what everyone's waiting for. Trends that we saw. I the, One of the things that I was most surprised by, and I, maybe it's just because um, 
Sagebrook, again, it was great, great vendor. But there are a lot of those. Um, Global Views is great. Um, Uttermost, always beautiful. Uttermost ugh, still does a great job. Their furniture line just gets better and better and better. Yeah. But a lot of polished chrome, polished brass. Did not like that. See, I think it's. I think if it's done well. Mm, I just didn't like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you know, the reason I don't like it is it kind of harkens back to me. It well, that's true. back to the 80s, which I'm, you know, everybody's. That's true. They say if you lived it the first time, you shouldn't do it the second time. But, <laughs> that's um, true. And maybe that's why I didn't like it. But also, um, I'm fingerprints yeah i'm not i'm <laughs> I not like coming. a person who wants to polish something every day so that doesn't uh -huh. appeal to me that's why you used to go in your good living room right where no one was allowed <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> you, you'd have to vacuum with lines in it and dust but no one was allowed to sit no on the furniture no one could touch it um i just thought i don't know it was a little more refinement which i liked mm -hmm. and um a little bit of bling but i you know i'm, I'm getting so over the gold leafed and the right you know so to see a little polish well and was it wasn't nice. just in the furniture it was also in the accessories which mm -hmm. I, maybe is a great place to use it yeah because nobody touches the lamp you know <laughs> except to turn it on and off right so yeah. maybe that's a good place to use it yeah that's true um fabrics honestly there wasn't a lot of new stuff no, I you didn't know see. usually i can tell a trend usually i can see all right this is what they're predicting mm -hmm. like the snakes last year well there was quite a bit of blue yeah. I saw several pieces done in blue, which I, I like it. Yeah. You know me, really I like a, everything. Yes, of course she does. <laughs> yes. Always has. Um, but I didn't see like a big, you know, sometimes you'll go and you'll say, you'll see everyone's doing plaid this year. Or I remember right. the year everyone started doing faux fur and everyone had the chairs and faux fur and this, you know, this year I didn't notice, I didn't notice anything standing out. But I also think, again, people weren't, companies aren't putting that much into um covid it really it's we're all struggling with shipping channels and um maybe that's their focus yeah i you think know, I so i did see um acrylic i saw a lot of acrylic uh-huh which i like mm -hmm. um i love that acrylic um i don't know it gives it a little polish i guess uh-huh but that was without cool. showing fingerprints <laughs> it's true um and there was always a focus on clean air there was a lot of focus on natural fibers a lot mm -hmm. of focus on um, performance fabrics. Again, I heard a lot of people talking about performance fabrics because we are, we're, we're, the world will never go back the way it was. That's true. Moving forward, we need to be talking to our clients, you know, with that in mind, you need mm -hmm. to, to keep moving with the trends. And right now people are considered, they're, they're worried about cleaning to a disinfectant, not mm -hmm. just to pretty right. anymore. Um, so being able to speak to that, um, and, you know, keeping your house clean and, and yeah, living in your house, a lot more desks, a lot of focus yeah. on that. And a lot of bar carts. Yes, you're right. <laughs> that is one of the trends. Everyone had bar carts. What does that say? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, so would you go back with us? Sure, I'd love it. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. But with a with a plan, definitely yeah. with a plan. Yeah, definitely. Um, and comfortable shoes. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. Tried and true comfortable shoes. Yes. Not, not new comfortable no, shoes. No, no. That's I I always tell people because people did it happened to me too. You know, you feel like your feet are your bones are poking through the bottom of your feet. <laughs> it's a different, it's a different kind of uh sore feet than you can imagine. But yeah, it's it's walking eight hours straight on concrete mm -hmm. floors. 
and it wears on you. Yeah. Um, even though there's a, you're in a place with, you know, literally tens of thousands of chairs and yet. That was, a, that was my favorite part is sitting, sitting in the, the chairs. chairs. I know. <laughs> but it wasn't long enough. You just have to sit. <laughs> yep. It's comfortable. Oh, get up again. Oh, let's try this one. Oh, it's comfortable. Oh, standing up again. <laughs> but you know, it was nice to be able to sit in the furniture, feel yes. it, you know, move it around. Yes. It's a solid quality piece. Yep. That kind of thing was really important. Yeah, and you know it is nice that there are markets. You know, between if you live close to Atlanta, Dallas, um, North Carolina, and Vegas, you know, West Coast Vegas is it really? You'd you'd think that LA would have a big market, but they don't. Hmm. Um, but if you get a chance, the thing I like about Vegas is it's so cheap to fly into. Oh, for sure. So just fly in and stay cheap at the hotel. And um, but it is I do it. I do recommend people go and sit on the stuff you're selling. Mm-hmm. That way, you really can sell with confidence and your customers feel it even though they haven't sat in it they trust you Mm -hmm. so that makes a big difference Mm -hmm. and you know this is the scale this is Mm -hmm. what it's going to look like yeah Mm -hmm. yeah now that's that's what i would take away so yes next time we go maybe not august but um i think it's it won't be again until january or february but we'll plan it where people can come and i'll give a tour we'll spend one day that's just fun a tour with chelsea oh that'd be fun (laughs) Uh-huh. No, it is fun. And I love interior design. And I always talk about that. I think this is the greatest career in the world. You know what? So. It might be great to um, take your uh, designers to meet with the vendors that, you know, maybe mm-hmm. just a quick um, 10 minutes or something like that. This is our vendor. Uh, we've been working yeah. with her for X number of years or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, get them a little acquainted with Absolutely. Although every just depends on where they live because you have a sure, vendor that's exactly. in your region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I get that. Um, but, but we could also help with the different vendors you want to open, help you find your vendor mm-hmm. or your rep. Because, yeah, the rep um, is will be in your area, right? It's in your state. Usually, like with us, usually the reps handle Oregon, Washington, and Idaho um, and Alaska. Oh, really? Uh-huh. So, Imagine the shipping cost to Alaska. Oh, bad enough to Washington. <laughs> um, but yeah, so finding your rep, you know, you want to find your local rep. And yeah, put them to work. This is their job. They're supposed to teach you about the product. They're supposed mm-hmm. to educate you and let you know what's the hottest seller and what's mm-hmm. moving. And um, that's that's what they're there for. Well, and so. also protect you from, you know, I wouldn't do this or, yeah, yeah you can skip yeah. on that. Yeah, they're pretty honest about it mm-hmm. if you have a good rep. Yes, but then which have, we do. We have yes. great reps. We also have reps that are very good salespeople. <laughs> and that's a problem. And I love to be sold to because I love sales as a... Go with a buddy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who can tell you... Who has the no. purse strings. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like when you go gamble, right? You give someone your... They, you, you have a set amount. As soon as you won that bet, you give it away and you have them hold it. And then you can... Yeah. Jill did great. You won almost 600 bucks, right? I did. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. In two minutes. That machine's broken. Yeah. I know it because the next day I won again. On the same machine? Same machine. Is that funny? She said it had like a glitched out screen. It, it was did. A it had a glitched out screen. I zeroed in on it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the other lesson of today. Find the, find find the glitchy <laughs> machine. <laughs> so good. I'm glad we didn't um, torture you and scare you away. No. Uh-uh. But so the, what's the takeaway? Have a plan. Have a plan. Make sure you go to see it, but know the vendors that you want to open with. Know which ones are friendly to designers. You know, if you can, if you only have to spend a thousand, if you only buy one piece, I think left bank's actually pretty good too. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, go ask questions. Don't, don't just feel like you're a wallflower or, you know, moving with the crowd, go in with a purpose 
and I'd like to talk to my rep. This is where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you teach me about your product? What's your minimum opinion order? You know, how do I sell your product? And, um, and, and use it to grow your business and make more money. Right. right. You get those, have... get those prices, yeah. you know, those wholesale pricing. Yep. Yeah. Mark it up. You don't mm-hmm. have to have to work for your, for your design hours. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you, Jill. We'll yeah. have her on again when she teaches us the most effective way to communicate with um, shipping and uh, receiving. Oh, and Lord have I mercy. know. She's <laughs> learned, you've learned a whole new industry, oh, which has sure. been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's got it dialed in. So we'll have her in here teaching us about the business side of design <laughs> another time, maybe next week. Thank you, everyone, and happy designing. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Design for a Living with Chelsea Coriel. Our episodes will be dropping on Sunday, so stay tuned. We are on Google Podcasts and Spotify, and soon you will find us on YouTube where we will upload podcast videos. So stay tuned for that and follow along. Thanks so much for being with us. Find us online at designforaliving.com. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and House at Design for a Living. If you'd like to submit a question or request a topic, email us at chelsea at designforaliving.com. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A at designforaliving.com.